Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here, and uh, we are broadcasting today from uh, multiple stops. The main one is my uh, garden-level studio here at the Holman House. But we have on the line also with us Bob Lipinski from the Action Fund Insurance Company of America and Paul King from ROI Insight. And the reason we are all together is to talk a little bit about the most recent MFBI, the Michigan Future Business Index, which uh, if you don't mind, Bob, I'll start with you because the Action Fund has been involved in this uh, for quite a few years. And, and I guess my question is, uh, why? Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks very much for having me on. Um, we have been involved since 2006, and I think it's been an important survey, and it's valuable for us, and we think valuable for the, uh, for the people of Michigan, because it really gives everyone a sense of what's truly happening, the economic issues affecting small businesses throughout the state. When you think of that period of time between 2006 and, and now, we've gone through the Great Recession in 07 and 08, Kind of the depths of, of some pretty dismal results and numbers then, and had a, and we've had a steady climb since then. Um, but when we came upon this and we began to work together and talk about how to uh, perform this survey, it became pretty obvious that to focus in on uh, COVID results, post-COVID results, and issues that were impacting businesses were, were important. So it's valuable for us. We think these results help small businesses understand the issues that they're facing and potential issues that may come their way. Well, and you're certainly right on with that because this has been uh, one of those uh, surveys that people really kind of plot their future out because one of the things, as you know, that we always uh, concentrate on is, is the future index, how people are feeling about the future. And that, I think, Bob, is what made this one so unique because we did kind of redesign it specifically for COVID-19. Right. I think you and Paul did a, a terrific job with that. And, um, you know, we've, we're just thrilled to be involved with it and will continue to be as we, you know, as we look forward to not only uh, helping businesses best utilize the results of the survey, uh, but look to the future issues that everyone will be facing. Yeah. So let's, uh, Paul, let's jump over to you now, because uh, I want you to explain to everybody a little bit about how uh, this thing is orchestrated, uh, basically methodology, et cetera. Thanks again for having us on. Um, and yeah, this was, this project was actually very interesting. Um, I don't want to say fun to work on because we are in a, in very trying times, but it was a, it was an interesting project in that it, COVID-19 is changing the face of small business as we see it. I mean, they're, they're having to react to it in various ways, and it's impacting them um, in various ways. But it also, frankly, impacts us. It's impacted how we conducted this survey. We typically, as you said earlier, focused on the future, and we reach out to folks in uh, multiple ways as far as methodology is concerned, um, over the phone as well as online. But as we know, a lot of businesses were closed. Um, if you're non-essential, there's no way we can contact them over the phone. So we had to rely strictly on um, online interviewing. And it worked out really well, actually. Um, we had, I think, the best response, it, well, for sure, the best online response we've ever had. We had a total of about 1,600 people who started the survey ended up with almost 1,300 completed interviews 
which uh, all online these days trying to reach folks. Uh, I think that's phenomenal. And uh, I, I, my hat goes off to everyone who helped us with this and participated in the survey. And as you said, we had to redesign the survey to um, find out exactly what their experiences are going through this. And we, we came up with some pretty eye-opening data. We have a lot of really rich data in this survey. You know, it's kind of interesting because redesigning it, I think we, we all put our heads together, uh, uh, Bob and Paul and I, and kind of said, basically, to, to do our normal survey, it, this, this six-month period is such an aberration that I don't think it would give us anything worthwhile to measure by. You right. know, it would be one of those big impact blips. And so we did redesign it to say what uh, things like what is your circumstance now and how was it before and, and, and how do you see it afterwards, which is really important. I think one of the things that really struck me was the absolute total flip-flop of the attitude about the economy, almost yeah. to the percentage point. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember the figures, but it was like 77% said going into COVID, they were really positive about the, uh, the economy. And then all of a sudden we flipped over and it became 78% were totally unenamored. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, it went from 79 to 76. Yeah, uh, it was just, uh, you're absolutely right, a total flip-flop from being in great shape uh, and, and doing very well to be in poor shape and barely hanging on. Yeah. Um, and it also showed in the overall uh, perception of the economy, of the state business economy, dropped from 82% positive in the last poll that we did or survey we did in November now down to only 11%. And, you know, it's not a big surprise that we saw major uh, reductions in, in optimism and, you know, uh, positive comments about the economy and their own business. But it is a surprise to me how drastic it is. Uh, yeah. It was, and, and how immediate. I, we're talking over a few weeks, it just flipped from, extremely positive to what do we do now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bob, I know you made note on this uh, when we were going over the, uh, the final report, Paul, you might straighten out my figures on this, but what I was amazed about is in the middle of all this kind of destitution, um, we still had only 40% of the businesses who didn't, feel that we were going to come out of this on the other side and be all right. You know, isn't, isn't that, uh, isn't that incredible? The, uh, the optimism that business owners have, you know, this is, it's got to be as tough a situation for any business owner as you could possibly experience. And to see that their, their optimism, realism, you know, it showed through in this, in this report also, but the optimism that many feel, about the uh, chances for a long-term um, rebound is, uh, is pretty amazing. And it, and it really speaks to the, the business owners of Michigan. Well, I think it also speaks to that indomitable attitude that is the, the entrepreneur or the small business person. You know, they, sure. 
they can always find that light at the end of the tunnel. Um, Paul, a lot of other things that uh, that we found here. Anything that uh, that you'd like to comment as we move a little deeper into this uh, survey? Yeah, I, going into that positivity that came out of this survey as well. Um, in fact, I just saw a story on uh, freep.com this morning, the Free Press kind of confirmed our data in speaking with a lot of small business owners, especially those who own home improvement uh, businesses. And that what came out in this survey is that um, there was a lot of hope and optimism about pent up demand. And uh, when we asked people why they felt optimistic going into the future, that's, that was their number one response. They felt that there was pent up demand out there and once they were allowed to open, that they'd be back in business, you know, pretty quickly. And the story in the free press this morning talked to a lot of small business owners that are actually seeing that now on the home, on the home improvement side, and that they started getting calls right away as soon as there was, the word was out that they were going to be opening soon, and their dockets are full. They're, um, you know, they're, they're back to work. Uh, obviously staying safe, but we've got, you know, 66% in this survey saying that they expect to fully recover within a year. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's it amazing. is. You know, it's kind of interesting. And let me speak to that almost on a, a personal anecdotal level, uh, as a golf course owner, um, you know, we were, we were dead in the water, just like everybody else for a long time. And through the whole time that we were closed, we had people, pulling up next to the golf course and asking if they could just play a few holes. Yeah. So we knew the pent up demand was there. And the first day that we were open, uh, practicing, obviously, you know, the social uh, uh, separation, the first day we were open, our parking lot was full. And, you know, it's, it's, it's been at old time numbers right away. Yeah. Uh, probably the advantage of it being a diversion. But I think that some industries and, and we saw this a little reflective uh, in, in the survey, I think some industries will bounce back much faster than others. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah I think you'll see that, I think the, those industries that are gonna find it hardest, obviously are retail, um, and that, that showed in the survey that they, they were finding uh, the most difficulty with regard to um, you know, closing down, uh, holding on to customers, uh, still having communication and interaction with their customers and transactions. And they were also the least pessimistic or at least optimistic when it came to um, how long it would take for them to bounce back. Yeah. And that's understandable. Um, yeah. They, they do definitely have it, uh, have it pretty rough right now. Well, and through this, we saw uh, the announcement by a number of companies who said, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be going in chapter 11 or, in some cases, chapter seven, right. uh, and even some pretty good sized companies. So it's going to have a devastating effect. The other piece that was such a turnaround is that going into this COVID circumstance, and 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 Bob, you might speak to this too. Um, it, our biggest challenge in, in the business area was getting people, getting talent, and overnight, uh, you know, we're looking at unemployment levels now that were almost depression level. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was, you talk about a flip-flop. That was incredible. And how fast we recuperate uh, is, is going to be of real concern. Can we turn that around very quickly? 
Right, and, and no doubt about it. I mean, you, you can both speak to the, you know, the survey itself, but it, it also did not just sprinkle fairy dust on this situation. It, it, it's difficult. And, um, and business owners are very concerned about their ability to, uh, to rehire long-term. Many of their employees obviously look at the national unemployment rate, or at least the number of unemployed, you know, approaching 40 million um, who filed for benefits. Um, and then I recently heard Charlie Evans, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, speak to the uh, Lansing Regional Chamber. Um, and he said that even if all goes well by year end, the unemployment rate is still likely to be in the 9 to 10 percent range. And that's if everything goes well. So, you know, obviously it was at what, four? Um, we're looking at a pretty, a pretty serious rebound or a, a, a pretty um Pretty difficult uh, rebound ahead, and uh, for workers and, and business owners alike, as they try to rebuild their business. Yeah, yeah. Paul, any uh, any parting shots here on anything with the survey? That uh, I mean, the whole thing was noteworthy, and yes. and I would uh, tell everybody that unless COVID runs out a lot longer than we thought, we're going to be back to our normal survey when we do it again, so that we can you know resume the trending. Right. Um, but but anything out of this one that. Uh... Well, first off, there are, there is so much good data in here. I think it, it moves everyone to look at the final report and you can find that on michiganbusinessnetwork.com. But parting shots, I mean, this still is the MFBI, the Michigan Future Business Index. So we we look at, you know, the future in this survey as well and how they believe business will continue after COVID. And there's optimism, but there's also a, a, a understanding that business is going to change forever uh, after COVID. Uh, you know, a majority, I think it was 52% in this said that they believe that things will never go back to the way they were. It'll just be a new normal. And they're preparing for that. Um, even during the COVID uh, pandemic, they're they're already ramping up with uh, PPE and uh, making sure that they have a, a robust cleaning staff, those types of things, and and increasing those um, budgets. But also, they're looking at you know after COVID, it's quite likely that people will still be working remotely more so than ever. We saw the numbers flip in this survey where people said that you know before COVID. There were, let's see, 68%, almost 70% said that everyone worked on site and that that dropped to uh, 28% uh, saying the same thing, after, you know, during the pandemic. So we saw a big shift in that. Um, we're seeing, you know, in the survey, they're changing their the way they do business in order to get ready for the new normal. However, they're still going to shake hands. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And hey, I can I just add one? Can I just add one up. thing? I, you know, I as I looked over the survey, two of the numbers that I thought were pretty amazing were um, a majority, fifty-two percent, have not laid off any employees um, today. Yeah. That was at the time yeah. of, the, of the survey, and and nearly two-thirds um, have not cut wages. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That that yeah. speaks to a um, you know a business owner who's doing everything he or she can to. Um, you know, to, to keep their employees, to, to, to try to provide for their employees, in addition to all the difficult things that they're going through. So, you know, kudos to them, really. 
for sure. You know, I, I, I wonder how that question would have gone without PPP money, which I think saved a lot of those, those employees in many cases, and I would think mostly in the small business community. Um, but, it, but it was admirable because, you know, there probably are ways out there to find your way into that money and still lay off some, some folks. The other thing I think is, you know, Paul, you, you, you alluded to this and it was, it was uh, I think, a, a really more than valid point, And that is that we found a new way to work. And, and I have to say it to Michigan Business Network, we have to look at it and say, hey, we're as efficient or more efficient than we've ever been. And our rule is only one person in the studio building at a time. So we're doing 99% of our business remote. And that makes me think, I wonder what the backup in other industries will be. Uh, you know, as a guy who holds some commercial property, I'm, I'm wondering how many, how many business owners are sitting home saying, I don't need 4,000 square feet. Right. I need 1,500, right? Yeah. And, and how that's going to manifest itself in, in the long term. So a lot of things to look at. Paul, Bob, thanks so much for joining me. And I would say probably one of the most salient points we made is, uh, go to the michiganbusinessnetwork.com and, and look at this survey and read it thoroughly because there's a lot of incredible information uh, in there. Uh, Bob Lipinski from the Accident Fund Insurance Company of America, thanks so much for not only you and your participation in this, but certainly the Accident Fund Insurance Policy because without you guys and your support, this thing would not take place. Thanks so much for what you've done over the years. And, and basically, I might even say Paul's done it so long that he's been through two employers and now his his own business. So we're really pleased to to have you on board and uh, an ROI insight. Obviously, I don't know if that's a positive thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were we were all worried about how many jobs you turned over. But it, <laughs> it certainly has turned out turned out wonderfully for all of us. And if nothing else, this is a marvelous index and you know, don't shoot the messenger. It's a really interesting time right now. And the most important thing that we can all know is the truth. So we can assess where we are and make, uh, uh, you know, make allowance in the future. So thanks to you guys. And uh, thanks to Michigan Business Network and my crew there. Uh, and everybody yeah, thank else. you all. And thanks thank to uh, thanks to everybody out there for continuing to do business. That's what's going to keep us moving. You're listening to the uh, Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman.